Two Planker Podcast back in the RV. We got Luke O'Brien pulling up. Samwise, get out. He keeps on running in. Sam, get out, buddy. We're going to have to run that back. All right. Door won't open anymore. Sorry, dude. Run back. This is fancy. Yeah, dude. Here, I'll put that in front of your mouth. Test, test, test. Give a little test. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> All right, I'm seeing it. You, you done, Zoe? Sorry. All right. Two Planker Podcast. We're back in the RV here at Mammoth. We ran into Luke at the Mountain. Luke O'Brien, welcome to the studio, sir. Stoked to be here, dog. Hell yeah, dude. Big fan of the show. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on. We've You've come up in conversation before. I'm sure if you listened to the Chris Bechtold episode, do you remember what he said? Yeah, he said, I like to spin a lot. He says you like to spin a lot, and I think he was like, yo, what do you say? I think he was like, Luke, he, he, you know, he sent a message. He's like, Luke, keep those hands down or something, something like that. Does that sound about right? Yes, spot on. <laughs> yeah. Not the first time. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about why you're at Mammoth first before we talk about anything else. What brings you to these parts? Just been working a bunch. I need a vacation. Yeah. And looked fire from Instagram, so I thought I'd pull up. Yeah, where are you working right now? Uh, I got two gigs. I'm working full-time coaching, water ramps, mm. Utah Olympic Park, and I'm also serving up in Park City, and that pays the bills. Yeah, sick. Are you camping, or are you staying in the Airbnb or something? I'm in the Airbnb. Sick, dude. You should be camping. I know, I should <laughs> be, but it's nice having a shower. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're, we stink right now, like really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. That's awesome. So... Where are you from originally? I don't know. I do not know the first thing about you other yeah. than your clips. <laughs> I'm from Wolfboro, New Hampshire. It's okay. like a super small town, like less than 10,000 people, super touristy in the summer. It's got a little 200-foot hill called Abenaki, 15-mile-per-hour rope tow. This thing will destroy your gloves. Yeah. It's funny. The tourists grab onto it. They go straight to the ground the first time, but it is the perfect place to grow up. Yeah. Where is that in relation to like other landmarks in... Uh... New Hampshire? Uh, like Wimpasaki. Okay, Wimpasaki yeah. area. Near Gunstock at all? About 20 minutes north of Gunstock. Okay, sick. Yeah. And uh, so how'd you, how'd you end up out in Utah? Well, my parents think it was for school, but it was more so just to go be in the mountains. Yeah. I'd go there every year to visit family, go ski snowbird, and the parks were just unreal, and I just wanted to ski the parks. So yeah, I came out here to go to school, but U of U or like a different school? Westminster. Okay, Westminster. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Sick. So uh, when did you start spinning like a top? <laughs> <laughs> we'll Dude, get straight to it. <laughs> real young, before I can remember, my memory's kind of shot. But probably when I was like twelve, I was chucking these seven twenties on like three foot mogul jumps. Did you have any, like, coaching or anything, or are you just, like, you're just like, one of those cracked-out little kids that's just spinning? Yeah, so I had coaching on the weekends. I'd go up to Waterville, and uh, I had a few coaches up there. Rob Dresser, Dan Shuffleton, Tyler Thistle, and they were always ragging about me about spinning a bunch, but that's just, like, what I like to do and what yeah. clicked with me, so I stuck with it. And then I feel like it really progressed when I stopped getting coaching, when I could just, like, go to the mountain and just ski when I wanted to. When I stopped competing, I didn't have to go, like, chuck a dub 10 in a blizzard. I could just go to Park City and, like, 
chuck as many spins as I want on the nice green tubes up there. Yeah, dude, you're going to love this. So we were on the lift with Tanner today. And T Hall is like, we're watching you, and you're on the. Well, yeah, you're on the C rail, and you did something disgusting, like front swap, back swap, six out, or something ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the trick that you did. But Tanner was like, yo, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were like, yeah, dude, that's the homie Luke. And he's like, maybe Ryan could help me out with it. But he's like, Tanner's like, yeah, you could totally tell, like, when people, different people have different influences, he, he turns to Ryan. He's like, "Yeah, Ryan, you could tell that you've watched like a ton of B and E." And he's like, "And uh, I forget what he was saying, but he was like, yeah, everyone's just got different styles.' A different generation. Yeah, different generation. That's what he said. He's like, yeah, it's a total different generation of skier out there now.' So he was stoked on it. He was like super fired up. Totally, I appreciate hearing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watch his teddy bear crisis edit like once a week. Yeah. I can probably quote the tricks by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of him. Yeah, dude. It is kind of wild seeing him running around here. Have you talked to him yet? No, I need to. So my uncle that I work for now, he's been a coach for 30 years and he coached Tanner. When oh, he was like dude. 12 and 13. And Tanner will like bring his name up in movies and stuff. And I need to say what's up. Yeah, dude. You got to say what's up. Especially if you're wearing the same fit, he'll recognize you. Yeah. Oh, every day, dude. Yeah, yeah. Got the Mountain Jew shirt. Yeah, he's got a mountain. <laughs> he's got a Mountain Jew shirt on, but I think Moses holding the, the Ten Commandments. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. yeah that's that's a wild shirt to be wearing. <laughs> dude, I've had so many people ask for pictures the past week. Yeah. It's <laughs> mad funny. That's mad funny. So, what do you think of the uh, the spin criticism? You know, because everyone, we could talk about this for a little bit, because it's like, everyone says. It seems like everyone wants the same type of skier, but it's like without skiers like you, you can't appreciate skiers like Henrik. You know what I'm saying? If everyone was Henrik, no one would think it's unique. If everyone was like you, no one would notice anything because it'd be like, oh, that's what everyone's like. You know? So what do you think of the criticism of it? Fuck it, dude. I, I block the haters. I have so <laughs> yeah. many people blocked on my Instagram. Yeah. It's mad funny. Like yeah. if I show you my block list, you can scroll for a minute. Yeah. There's anybody who comments on my Instagram giving hate, instant block. Anybody who likes one of those comments, instant block. Yeah. Let's so go. If, if anybody wants a block, like yeah. <laughs> Are there any any uh, notable blocks on there? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, like want... me and uh, Foster or Forster Meeks. Yeah, I think Foster he's up Meeks. here. Yeah, Meeks is up here. Yeah, yeah, he keeps eyeing me down, but he put some. I did like a four back eight like five years ago on a flat rail. Yeah, and he's like, "You're not a real rail skier until you make a street part." Yeah. Um, and I posted that on my story, and he's like, "Yo, take that down. Like, that's not a good look for me." Yeah. Like, why'd you put it there, dude? Like, obviously, I'm gonna put you on blast. Oh my, oh my god dude. but yeah the list goes on like there's yeah. definitely some notable heads on there is there anyone else ah <laughs> uh, that's a pretty wild one just because he's here so yeah. you might run into him <laughs> oh yeah dude I, i've saw him today i see him every day and yeah he, he kind of gives me the side eye because i yeah. ran to him in the streets like after he made those comments like, yeah look at dude i'm making street parts now <laughs> oh sick yeah yeah no there's some other people on that list but we don't need to get into that yeah yeah let's keep it positive that's funny yeah so so you did end up filming street well, who do you who do you ride with right now? Do you have a crew? Yeah, uh, I'm making a little. We're making a little movie this year. Yeah, uh, who's we? Me, Camden Williams, Scoot Skis. I don't even know his last name. That's his Instagram, and our homie Max. Me and Camden are making street parts, and other two homies are mostly in the back country. Sick. Okay. Yeah, that's tight. I'm pretty stoked. It, it's funny. We all got smoked this year. 
Camden tore his meniscus, his MCL. He still got 20 street shots. I dislocated my arm, broke my arm, still got 20 street shots. Max's shoulder came out at like every backcountry spot and he still got like 10 shots. Scoot got like 15 shots and he does ACL. It's like we all got smoked, but we should have like a 10, 12 minute cut. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked with what I got. I've been trying to hit street in the past. I kind of gave it up this past year because I didn't have a crew. But then this year, Camden approached me. He had a winch. He was super stoked. He had all these ideas. And if it wasn't for his motivation, I wouldn't be back in the streets. But he got me fired up and yeah. I got a nice little cut going. That's so sick. Did you guys have a crew name? Yeah, we're called The Runge. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> the Runge. The Runge. R-U-N-G-E. <laughs> Where did that originate from, dude? <laughs> it's the longer name for RK4, which is a equation that you use in engineering. And he found it in his textbook one day. Yeah. He's like, yo, that sounds sick. So now we're the Runge. The Runge. And like we use like a verb, like. If we do something like Camden lights himself on fire and hits a rail, yeah. which we might have done, I'm not telling you, but uh, yeah. we're like, yo, that's runge. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of rowdy, somebody hitting the rail on fire. That's sick. That is, uh, that's tight, dude. What? Who are you sponsored by right now? Are you, I should have looked at your Instagram before this. Are you J-Ski's kid? Yeah, J-Ski's nice. kid. Three yeah. years strong. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, wear leathers and then Sleen pants. They, they just came out. I don't even know the dude's name. I feel bad, but shout out to the homie. He's just been sending me mad pants, and they're cheap. They're like $99. They're cargo pants. They look like Henrik pants. He does like a lot of buy one, get one free deals. He's hooking people up. Yeah. It's sick. Dude, that's super sick. All sorts of colors. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like getting on J-Skis? Like, There's... what's the process? <laughs> you know, like, I... does he just reach out to you, or are you blowing him up? Like... I saw him a DM on Instagram, extremely informal, being like, yo, can I ride for you guys? Here are my intentions. It was like a paragraph long. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, totally. We love your skiing race and email. That's more professional. Yeah. Did that. A week later, I was on a call and four skis were at my door the next season. That's so sick. Yeah, they hook it up. I feel like we're on the same vibe. They yeah. Don't, they don't really sponsor like the competition skier, more of the Yeah, more of the, like, the playful yeah, social media type. Which is funny because Sam Zayner's also on the team, and I feel like he kind of breaks that social media mold a little bit because he's just with Strictly and all them. I don't know what the current status of that is because I think he posted something about like only having like like this is his last pro model or something. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. Yeah, they're passing the pro model on to someone else. Someone else? Can you say who? Cannot. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. It ain't me, but I'm stoked on the homie. <laughs> okay, sick. Okay, so it ain't Luke. Nope. Um. Dude, so in the streets, are you still, like, as cracked out as you are when you're in the park? Because it is actually, like, we were hiking the other day, and uh, I forget what you busted out, but it's insane. There's, like, a three-swap on a flat on tube. On that front-swap to front-three-up. Front 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 Does that sound about right? Pl- plus something out. To back-swap. Dude, it's, like, another language. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's the most fucked-up combination of stuff you've done <laughs> ready yeah front swap front swap front swap front three swap continuing front two what the oh, hell man. i was just trying to imagine it dude and i mean yesterday i did blind swap blind swap blind swap front four 
That's ins- dude. That is insane. Yeah, that's a clip. That's yeah. a, of course, it's a clip. It's insane, <laughs> dude. Wow. It's like gibberish sometimes. Like when I speak in the terms of my trick, I'll be like front, 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 front three, front two. But I have to like sometimes dole it down. But I'm so used to just front, 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 front. Yeah. 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 I, I, that that is like gibberish, like gobbledygook nonsense. I have this, that doesn't like, mean anything to anyone that doesn't know what you're talking about. I have this really weird sixth sense where if people are like speaking tricks like that, or someone's like, you know, front five swap, front up, front two, I can like know exactly like which foot they're starting on landing and like how they're spinning the whole time, like instantly. But other people gotta like think yeah. about it. Dude, I have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like when they're like, "Yo, clip me up, I'm gonna do this trick." I have to like really think about like, okay, what shot, what side am I standing on? You know, like where should I be, and how are you finishing this trick? Damn, dude, that's beyond. Yeah, that's like that's like people always say like, oh, I like it's like having like knowing another language, but it's like for you, it actually is like it's so it's like integrated into your perception of the world. Totally, like they just say it, and you immediately know what they mean. Yeah, Luke, that's insane. That is insane, dude. Six cents. That's a six cents, dude. That's insane. Do you get dizzy? <laughs> um, like when you're doing like front, 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 I was front, front, front. The only time I've been like really dizzy on a rail, I was doing eight on back four. Holy But shit, like, dude. like quick. Yeah. Not just like a long Not rail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the only time. And so you like come off wobbly. Like, or not, like, wobbly, but, like, like, head spinning, like, oh, my God, I feel nauseous. Yeah, no, totally. Like, I can't yeah. hit the next feature. Wow, dude. Yeah. It's, like, basically a 12 off the lip of a rail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that basically is just a 12. <laughs> dude, that's insane. That's insane, dude. <laughs> what the hell? I just, it's so unrelatable. It's so unrelatable for me, and I think probably pretty much everyone else. Did When did you realize that you were, uh... That you were like, I. This is the only word I can describe it. Like you're more cracked out than anybody else. Like at your home mountain. Like was there a certain point where all your buddies were like, "Yeah, we like." Don't want to play you in ski. Yeah, like we don't play you in ski. We can't. We can't keep up with these tricks anymore. Um. Or was it just right off the rip? No, it definitely took some while. Like, you look at my Instagram like four or five years ago. I was just average Joe. Mm. Probably yeah, like five years ago. I just started hiking. How old and are you I now? realize, twenty four. You're twenty four now. Okay. Yeah. Stone zone. Stone yeah. zone, baby. Uh, Stone zone definitely helped. That was a little project I worked on last year. What's that? Uh, it's like my own private park. Oh. What? On the way up to Brighton at this abandoned campground. Yeah. It's actually abandoned ski jumping hill from nineteen thirties. Uh, this dude Alf Angend, he set a bunch of world records. In the 30s and 40s, he has his own museum up at the Olympic Park, but he has an abandoned ski jumping hill, and I took it over, and I have like a hundred... Informally or formally? Informally. Okay. You did, like, you didn't buy it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't buy it. But, like, people kind of know what's up. Um, like, they're always DMing me, like, yo, can I bring this there? Can I set this up? Which is yeah. very respectful. Unfortunately, some people took some tubes this year and Ooh. didn't bring them back. Just, like, stole them. <laughs> yeah and they told like it's one thing if you steal it and say you're gonna bring it back and don't like they just they told me they're gonna bring it back and they didn't so oh like, yeah so if you're gonna take it and not bring it back just don't even tell me yeah just steal it first yeah. yeah yeah now i know who you are yeah <laughs> you're gonna get the uh, side eye that's brutal dude damn yeah what's uh what's the, like the the uh because you live in salt lake now yeah 
what's the vibe like there? Because those are not like, <laughs> I feel like it's full of people that are like, fuck spinning. Unless it's off a jump, obviously, because people are ripping jumps pretty big. But Totally. There's a lot of people at Park City just focusing on style. And yeah. That's great to each his own. I'm going to yeah. pursue how I feel about skiing. And I respect people who can keep their hands down and yeah. do all that stuff. But it makes it harder for me and why make it harder and yeah. less progressive. Like you're trying to spin, dude. I'm trying to like push the sport. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, dude, those tricks that you're talking about are like literally another language that is not understandable. What's up? I mean, he's living up to what Tom Wallace said. Yeah, dude, future spins, dude. <laughs> word for word. Yeah, dude. Um, who do you feel like is also in your lane? I think of Jackson Carstetter, obviously. Do you feel like there's anybody else doing the major spin game pretty well? Yeah, Sieverville. Okay, yeah. Um... Kurakovisto, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's insane. Yeah. That's all I can really think of right now. Yeah. But the, each of them still have their own unique style. Like, Jackson likes to flip off of rails and on rails a lot, which is dope. I respect that a lot. I ain't doing that. Yeah. And Seaver can just do it all with style. Same with Kura. Yeah. But Kura just presses his skis like no one else. I still can't press my skis the way he can yeah he's nuts dude that's nuts <laughs> yeah i think he just has unreal leg strength yeah that's so cool dude yeah i don't i mean i won't get stuck in the style rut with this conversation but luke it's just insane i get there's no other way to say it like just doing a hike park and then like like i think you in one hit do a higher cumulative spin than like the following three hits after you <laughs> like the, you know <laughs> like, like really it's, it's like three people follow you up with like a 2p2 and it's like all right it's gonna take a few of us to add up to, <laughs> to one luke rotation yeah <laughs> i didn't think of it that way yeah <laughs> um let's talk about like early influences like who were you watching growing up like let's test let's test your knowledge a little bit yeah. So growing up, I was really bad about watching skiing. Okay. I didn't watch any skiing until I was like 18 or 19. Like nothing, I literally. Born after 2000. <laughs> hey, I was born in 98. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I had that ski hill in my hometown and I got dropped off there every day, Monday through Friday. I'd ski there. That was basically my daycare. And on the weekends, I'd go up to Waterville. I'd just ski 100 days every year and would just focus on my skiing and then when I was, like, 19, my roommate, who's been my roommate for five years now, Colin Titus, mm-hmm. shout out to the homie, um, he got me into watching skiing. Yeah. And now I, now my knowledge of skiing is, like, definitely more than most, I think. Yeah. Like, I was telling you, I could quote most of Teddy Bear Crisis, which is an edit that came out. Yeah. Like... 20 years ago or not tw- but like 15 years ago yeah wow dude what's your favorite so like look now like what's your favorite edit or movie or part or whatever part tom wallish opening segment in romance it's hmm. a good one Seaver vols street part the 21 22 street part or that might have been 2021. I don't know. There's too many good ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight, dude. Did you have, like, local heroes growing up? Because I feel like everyone's got to have, like, some something that they're looking at. Go 
No, not really, dude. Really? You're just, like, totally in your own lane? Like, you didn't even, like, there weren't even any kids at the mountain where you're like, damn, this guy, this older kid's sick. No one you guys, like, know. People that were just doing, like, 540s and 720s, like, oh, when I was it. real little. Yeah. But my memory's pretty shot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's not <serious. laughs> You've been a super unknown. I was, yeah. See, this is the type of research that I need. Luke was that super unknown. Tell us about that. Super unknown was sick. When was it, first of all? 2021, I believe. We were at Eldora, and they I, built us... I think I remember that one, yeah. They built us these massive jumps. They were like 50 feet, 60 feet. Could definitely chuck some dub 10s or dub 14s on. Yeah. But it snowed every day, so it was sick. So we just hiked rails. Yeah. I, was, I had a huge advantage. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I, I can hit jumps. Like, in my heyday, I was definitely throwing down. But it's nice when I just get a full week of sled laps on the rails. Other people were bombed. And, like, the park built us these massive jumps. And no one could And hit it snowed all. every day yeah. in late April. It was sick. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Everyone else was bombed. I was stoked. Yeah. Who else was in it that year? Oh, boy. Uh, Chris Bechtel. Yes, I knew it, dude. I knew that was the Chris year, yeah. Oscar Weary. Yeah. Uh, Seamus Flanagan. Young Snow. Dude, holy shit. What a stacked year. Uh, Danya. His Instagram is DM the activist. He's got the smoothest style. It was kind of a blur, though. Like, you ski five hours, you drink a 12er at night. You wake up, take four ibuprofen and Red Bull and just go. <laughs> and that was just like every day. Yeah. Every day, everybody, like, people were just being young and stupid and degenerate and, like, passing out on the floor, breaking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, level one. <laughs> no, you're good. Were you partaking in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying. Like, or, <laughs> like, do, or, does anyone really show up to that with, like, a mission? Or is everyone just there, like... Trying to party this is and the greatest time of my life. yeah, like oh, dude, this is it. <laughs> it sounds like every year there's always like one or two dudes not having it. Yeah. Like, our year, I don't want to put any names out, but there's definitely a couple people not drinking. They were doing like school while we were there. Oh, I know when Hunter Hess he went, he didn't drink a single beer. Oh, is that true? <laughs> Could have been, yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense though. Like some people are like, "This is my opportunity. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be hung over every single day." totally no there's a time and place and like yeah i was i'm glad i was involved in it now, then but i don't even drink now yeah yeah why is that um some like family stuff also just like super appreciative of recovery yeah and i feel like i can just go to the hill and be 100 percent every day ski as hard as i can before you recover the next day and i mean you've seen me i hike the rails all day yeah, there's no room. Jesus. <laughs> there's uh there's no room for being hung over if you're trying to go that hard every single day. And yeah. that's actually what Tanner was saying too, dude. You I feel like you and Tanner would get along great. Totally. I mean he's just like, Yeah, there's nothing better than being on the mountain and nothing's gonna replicate that feeling of like just being dialed in. So like why ruin that by being like jacked up? Totally. And I feel like when you get to a certain caliber of tricks, there's so many factors that go into it. Might as well just take one variable out to make yeah. it easier yeah like why handicap yourself totally yeah. like i'm not sure if you noticed when i hike a rail i go to the same exact spot oh, you're every time guys. i didn't notice that yeah yep. 
Yeah, it's I get super in my head about it. Yeah. It's just like if that's a variable you can take out. Yeah. Take it out, make the trick easier. Yeah, it's like why play with different speed every single time? Why play with different tracks every single time? Like just do same thing every single time. Then you just be dialed. How big is like visualization for you? Like when you're about to drop in, are you like imagining it in your head or I mean at this point you're probably pretty dialed with like a lot of different tricks? No, I got to definitely think about it in my head where I'm going to be after like three swaps where I need, I'll think about where I'll need weight on a certain foot or I'll start like getting my hands involved Yeah. and just thinking to myself, okay, like this is my right ski, this is my left ski. Like that's where the weight needs to be. And like this is how much power I need to like initiate a three swap or something. Dude, this is mental. <laughs> when you get that tech. Yeah, that is so tech. <laughs> Holy hell, dude damn what about what about whenever like a lip gets tracked out do you like when the track is the same all the time or like do you ever fill it in when it gets too tracked out like oh i need to reset because i'm not getting it dude it will get in my head so bad if a lip gets tracked out (laughs) if it gets tracked out too much i'll start blaming the lip just definitely not a great quality but when it gets to the point where like you gotta fit three swaps on a 15 foot rail it kind of comes into factor not a huge fan of ruts and lips <laughs> i saw you filling in one yesterday <laughs> Dude, when people bothering me too i was like oh, i hate whoever made this was not carving the same i'm carving that almost like sounds bad it almost bothers me when people like do stuff like fill in a lip or like what really bothers me is when people spray a rail that don't need to be sprayed like, people just do it sometimes without even asking the rest of the, like, the people hitting it. Like, parkour will just come by. And it makes it harder. Like, I need a little stick on the rail. Yeah. Of course, dude. You gotta, like, dig into it. Yeah. You can't have it too slick. No, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. What the hell? Yeah, I've never in my entire life thought about skiing uh, in that way, in any way, shape, or form. It's a little over the top, but the way I think of it is, like, I'm going to push myself for the next few years as hard as I can because I rest of my life to go do other stuff, like yeah. golf or skateboard or whatever, so why not push this aspect? Yeah. And it's cool because, like, as much as, like, you have gotten so good at the tech stuff, like, any kid at a resort with a tube can go do this, so, like, in a way it is very relatable, even though you've gotten to the point where it's, like, pretty crazy any kid could try like oh i'm gonna do dub swap to switch or like yeah it's just like any kid could do it really at a, at a resort and it's like low impact too yeah. you know it's not like totally. learning stuff on the jumps like you're just like what's you know i don't want to say like what's the worst that could happen because obviously any any freak thing could happen but most of the time the worst thing that's happened is you're sliding out and you're giving yourself a big old bruise on your butt yeah. you know like for an east coast kid like you know don't be a pussy and just you, you can learn as much as you want. Like you're not gonna wreck yourself flying and out of, falling out of the air on some massive jump that you don't know what you're doing on. Yeah, sick, dude. So sick. What what uh what goals do you have for skiing? Trick. It could be anything. Tricks wise, you know, you would like to win a contest, pro model, whatever. Like, what do you what what are you uh, hoping to achieve? Good question. I haven't really thought about it. A pro model would be sick. Yeah, of course. That's like that'd be super sick. I know Jay would be willing. It's just something I have to like pursue and push them about. I don't yeah. think they're gonna go out of their way to just try and make it happen. Yeah, um, of which is understandable. I mean, they lose money off of it. But pro model would be sick. 
trick wise i don't even know at this point i i can't think of tricks now until i see the features it's gone to the point where i i want to do certain tricks but i can't until features are a certain way so i just have to adapt when i see a park (laughs) what's your uh what's your favorite rail to just absolutely destroy I like a flat down, but there's got to be like a good gap between it or like drop. Also a big fan of flat down, flat down, which you rarely see. Yeah. But big fan of both those rails. A lot of swap variations possible. Five swaps, maybe seven swaps. Yeah. Do you do like backslides or anything? Um, I've dabbled. You're a dabbler in backswaps, yeah. Or yeah. backslides, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. The one foot stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can do it. I can do, like, some backslide back twos and yeah. stuff, backslide Britneys, but yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I notice myself falling a lot more. Yeah. Big respect to the people that do that kind of stuff. What's the trick you hate? <laughs> like, interpret that however you want, but, like, what's one that you hate? Um, Hate that I still do or just hate in general? <laughs> no, nah, you're just like, ah, I hate that trick. <laughs> backflips really i've done like 15 backflips in my life did you do one here no oh, okay that. I was say, no that was matt speaking of matt matt just walked by the <laughs> rv he did a big old backflip the other day i love front flips though you love front flips because you go blind for a second you like the blindness yeah it's sick it's freaking nature dude <laughs> what's better front swap or back swap front swap I've been working on my back swaps, though. There's a lot of comments on my Instagram saying, like, yeah. where the back swaps at. Dude, no wonder Meeks doesn't get along with you, dude. He said, uh, I, when he was talking about his pro model, he's like, you're not allowed to front swap if you're riding my skis. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay. This dude at Park City did a front swap, and he was on Foster's skis. Yeah. And he skied, like, right up to Foster after he did the front swap. And Foster's like... Yo, don't do that trick on my ski. Let's go, dude. It's like, are you kidding He's me? about that life. He's like, about that life. Don't front swap. <laughs> but come on, this dude <laughs> bought your pro model. This dude just gave you money. And now you're telling him not to do tricks on your ski. That's so lame. Yeah, I see both sides of it. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. He's what? just setting his ways. Yeah, he's just, he likes what he likes. That's just the way some people are. <laughs> that's funny. Um. I don't even know what else, man. I just want to, like, ask you everything about tricks, dude. It's so nuts. Do you, you ever rock with any, like, 50 variations? Like, 50-50, you know, 50-50, seven swap, 50-50. You know, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, yeah, sometimes I'll do, like, 50-50, 270 swap. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, um, like, three up, pretzel three up. No. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, switch 50, switch two sev swap, like. Stuff like that. Yeah. I'll do it here and there. I honestly think, like, fitty-fitties are kind of easy. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty... <laughs> if you can get them, like, I don't I don't know. I'm able to do them. Obviously, tubes are great for them. But, like, once you get it, you kind of got it. So, <laughs> I got I got a question for you, actually. There you go. I got a question for you. It's relating to the, the guy that's in here. Uh, Tuan was on the lift the other day. Or maybe it was on the hike park. He's like, dude, you can't even say what trick you want to do around Luke because he'll just do it first tee. <laughs> Dude, all is week, that, is, is all, that a big complaint? All week he's been telling me tricks, and I'm like, "Yo, here's a tutorial." <laughs> is that like a big complaint uh, that people have hanging out with you? They're like, 
No, I only do it with like people I don't like. Well, you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, nah, that's super. <laughs> no, nah, much love, dog. I just, love, just like with people that I can joke around yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, facts. I ain't doing it tonight, like people that I'm like acquaintance with. Only like my good homies. Yeah, facts. You can fuck around with. Yeah. Like I know Tom doesn't not gonna get upset. Yeah. I kind of like it when my my buddies bust it out first tee, because then you get to like you get to kind of just see what it looks like completed instead of like. Trapping to like just fully imagine it in your head. I'm giving him a tutorial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'll never get. You got it. Then Luke sends you an invoice. He's like, boom, there's my. Uh, <laughs> that's my Patreon tutorial of one on one coaching. Have you ever dabbled in that? Like offering one on one coaching? Um, I mean, I've coached the past six seasons. Is that like a group setting or is that like one on one? Both. Both, okay. Yeah. There's people DMing me on Instagram all the time and I'll do it here and there. It's just. I already fill my life with a lot of work, so it's hard to do those one-on-ones. But yeah, I work a lot. Work. I'm all about work hard, play hard. Yeah. What's your like biggest tip for people like improving their rail skiing? Repetition. Just do it over and over and over until you go crazy. It's yeah. gonna suck. Yeah. But like, I am a big believer in hard work over talent. Like I'm very untalented skier. Yeah. I've just put in the hours. And some people it comes right away, but for me it's just like repetition, 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 and like you can't deny repetition. Yeah, persistence is everything, and uh, we have a breaking we have breaking news from the RV right now. Our buddy that broke his face today just pulled back up to camp, so we got Twan and Ryan to go check out the scene. Um, but dude, I actually I really like that point because I I agree with you on that. It's like talent aside, there's a bit there's a great poem about it, but it's like talent aside, knowledge aside, education aside, whatever. Any anything aside. As if you're persistent and you just won't quit until you get it, dude, you can get anything. Yeah, so that's like your primary advice for kids. It's just like, yeah, just do it and just don't stop. Totally. And like make changes when you're doing stuff. Cause if you do something five times in a row, fall off the same side every time. Go fall off the other side. Like, I have so many weird tips for so many different tricks that people just don't understand, but I'll see them struggle on, and I'll give them this one tip, and it'll just click for them. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's so many examples. Dude, oh, my God, that's so much like – do you ever play golf? (laughs) I picked it up last summer because I moved to this house that was about 100 yards away from a golf course, and – my roommate had a set of clubs, and we would just go every day after my work, bring the maintenance guy, a tall boy, and play three or four holes. So I got super into it last summer. I was just never wanted to pay to play, and I yeah. had a free way to get into it. So I got into it last summer, and then my brother got me a set for Christmas, and I've just been at the range all summer. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Well, what you were saying about like the, oh, if you're falling off of one side of the rail, like intentionally try to fall off the other side. That reminds me of so many tips I've gotten in golf. It's like, if you, I forget what the exact tip was, but it was basically like, okay, you're messing up in this way. Intentionally try to mess up the opposite way. And then you just end up at that middle ground where it's like, you're not messing up the new way. And, but you, because you're trying to mess up the new way, you've stopped messing up the old way. So you're just dialed. And that's a damn dude. Yeah. It helps. It helps so much. Totally. <laughs> yeah. 
It's really cool, dude. Yeah. What's like the, uh, you ever see, you, you ever work any, like, uh, I forget what her helper's name. Crap, I want to get it because it's so funny. What is her name, dude? Do you know Helen Keller's helper's name? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I don't have my phone. Oh, I do have my phone with me. Oh, Ann Sullivan is her name. You ever work in the Ann Sullivan cases where it's like you're taking someone that like absolutely cannot ski rails for shit and you're turning them into like a miracle case where it's like, I can't believe where you were three months ago based on where you are now. Totally. Yeah, there's... I've coached for so long, there's so many ways to approach it now. Um, it's You got to coach differently for each athlete. And some coaches don't understand that. You need to adapt based on the athlete and i think that's what sets some coaches apart because there's so many different ways of learning visual learning or firsthand learning visualizing and the more you do it the more you can yeah help kids who just who just have never hit rails because you can just throw so many different things at them until something works and as long as they have that repetition thing in mind i was telling you about like the will to just keep trying it something will click and then eventually they'll have the biggest smile on their face yeah and it'll just lock in what about how do you approach fear for these kids like kids that are afraid to just fully commit to it because that's one thing like before you even learn the trick you have to commit to wanting to learn it and that's getting over that initial fear of even wanting to commit to trying it totally um well obviously you got to make sure they're at like the right they have they've done all the fundamentals like that, so they're ready to do whatever trick they're trying. And once they're at that point, it kind of becomes a psychological thing, and you just gotta say the right thing that's gonna click in their mind, yeah. because everybody has something that if you say to them, it'll be night and day. It'll make them like start committing to it or whatever. You kind of gotta learn the athlete, and you gotta learn how to talk to them, and learn what you need to say yeah. to make things click. And it's nice when you work with an athlete for a long time and you figure out what to say to that athlete every time they need to get in that right headspace to try a new trick. Yeah, that's what mantras are, dude. Mantra is just a phrase that, like, it just unlocks that little part of your brain that's like, oh, like, I'm overthinking this. It's just, you know, this little forward phrase. You know, like, the classic one is like, oh, just, like, hit the gas pedal. Like, if you're doing, like, any, any front side swap. And people are like, oh, it's that easy. Oh, like, so let's just press the gas pedal. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Do you feel like you'd be a better teacher for, like, other subjects now? Or do you think that you're only limited to the realm of uh, of coaching? No, it definitely translates. Or, like, um, even just explaining concepts to, like, friends and stuff? Like, do you feel like you're a better communicator now? I do, totally. I mean, if you do it for six years, you're obviously going to get better at it. You're yeah. There's a reason, like, I would have lost my job by now if I wasn't, like, somewhat okay with it you know yeah um but i definitely see it in other aspects of my life golf skateboarding i'll tell people stuff on snowboards like to change something and they'll do it and it'll work work. and i (laughs) (laughs) i ain't that good snowboard yeah so like do you have any of those little mantras that you like can you think of any of the things that you thought for tricks that's like that that helps you wrap your mind around it personally yeah just like personal little tricks that you use other than knocking out all the variables and having your weird ticks. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I'm like really afraid of like a jump trick, I just think this is going to be over in 10 seconds if I just drop now. 
Yeah, like yeah. It's 10 seconds. Like, just go get it over with. Just do it. Yeah. 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 Might not be the greatest mindset. Just thinking, oh, just get it over with. But that's I, something I definitely think about. I was like, it is such a small percentage of your day, of your life. Just, like, go get it over with. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a great Especially one. when I'm doing, like, the first one, like, a right four or something. It's like, you know how to do it. It's scary. You might get bodied, but, like, just go do it. Yeah, and work from there. Just being scared isn't doing isn't doing anything. Totally. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a, this is a really out there question? But do you feel like do you sometimes feel like the outcome of the attempt is like uh, preordained? Feels like too big of a word, but it's like. Do you ever feel, feel like ah oh, well I'm either gonna get it or I'm not, and that's. Do you ever feel like it's predetermined? You know what I'm saying? Like with like the scariness of it. Like okay, well whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Might as well just get it over with now. Mm, no, nah, like. I'm a big believer in like gut feeling. If something feels off, I'm I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah. But so most of the time, I'm I'm not gonna think of something. That I'm not gonna go do. Yeah. But in the streets, there's been some times where I'm like, yeah, I need to take a step back, look yeah. at what I'm doing, fix slip something, and re-approach it. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude. What's up, folks? Hello. You guys still doing it? Yeah, we're still going. Can we be an audience? Yeah, you guys can be an audience. Awesome. Well, we could get an update on the uh, on the Nico face situation. What's the update? Three bones broken in his face. His face is very swollen, but they gave him the stuff that has the caution on the drugs label. So nice. <laughs> so Nico's hanging out I like that. We we're just talking about getting over fear and a little uh, little mantras. anybody anybody here have a little mantra they tell themselves for certain tricks or like just getting in the right headspace? Ryan, you got any? Ryan's got some. After the first one, you know everything not to do. <laughs> I like that. What do you think of that one, Luke? <laughs> that was a good one. I'm going to yeah. use that. Dude, mine, for any of this stuff, any of the content production stuff, it's like the second you start feeling nervous, I always just tell myself, oh, it's just for fun anyways. You know? Like you're about to interview someone or like we're doing their stupid acting in our skit. It's like, <laughs> dude, why on earth would I be nervous? This is all just for fun anyways. So that's my That's my little one I tap into. Twan, Annabelle, you guys got anything you guys tap into? Twan? Uh, Twan just takes another that's spliff. Yeah, he's just artificial, artificial mindset. Um, when you're coaching, when you're coaching those kids, like just trying to get a, a, a temperature check on the youth these days, what are a lot of their goals that they want to achieve? Like, are, it seems like all the kids I talk to are over comps. They're just like, yeah, fuck that. I want to be a social media skier. <laughs> like, where are the where are the kids at these days? It's a little bit of everything. I definitely have some kids that go up there and they show me clip them up all day and I'm stoked about that. They're doing their super elusives on down rails and their cork nine blunts and landing with their hands in pockets and it's sick. And then I got other kids who are like, I want to win X games and I'm pushing them like, all right, this jump you're doing right five. Next jump you're doing switch left five. And it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's like I said earlier, you got to coach the athlete each athlete specifically, you got to change it up. You can't just coach the same for all of them. Yeah. And for you personally, this is the question I actually forgot earlier that I wanted to ask you about. How important is, like, video feedback for what you're trying to do? Like, do you need to be clipped up sometimes just to understand where things went wrong just because so much is happening? Only on jumps. Okay. I was doing some dubs the other day, and I did a – I thought I dubbed 10. And I landed, and I was like – that was a single and I watched it and I did like an upright seven into a cork three 
I guess I felt it, but I just need like the video reassurance. And then I was like, all right, next jump, let my feet come through. And I, I guess I only knew that because of the video to let my feet come through. Yeah. So on jumps, yes, but rails, I know it goes wrong every single time based on feeling. Yeah. I don't need video. Dude, it is literally a sixth sense for rails. That is so, look, that is the most insane thing ever, bro. It's so, you're so dialed. Man, dude, that's crazy. That is insane. You guys got any other viewer questions now that we have an audience in here? I got a question. Annabelle's got another question. Um, a bit off-topic question, but I see a tattoo of a big fish on your feet. Are you a hobby of a fisherman? Yeah. Not a huge fisherman. It's related to my dad, actually. We did a little family trip to Costa Rica four years ago. And he passed away on the trip, but the Whoa. day before we passed away, we were fishing, and this is the fish I caught. No way. It's no, a little something so to remember him. <laughs> that's a really gnarly story, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. <coughs> I didn't know that. Was it an accident? Um, no, he was just overweight, and he was older, and yeah, he just yeah, he had diabetes. He had a heart attack. Oh wow. Yeah. Dude, that is a really meaningful tattoo. And it's funny that you brought that up, Annabelle, because I actually saw that peeking out earlier. And I wasn't sure if it was like, I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I was very observant. Is that your only one? Yeah. I told myself I'd never get a tattoo unless it was super meaningful. Yeah. And my whole family got tattoos related to my dad. So yeah, kind of felt pressured, but it's also dope. Well, you're also bringing up the Mountain Jew shirt from your Jewish. Was, was there any like, uh, you know, I'm Jewish. Technically, I'm not supposed to get tattooed. I'm not Jewish. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be wearing that shirt. You can't be wearing that shirt. No, so I'm really frugal about my money. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't wear that shirt. And my roommates give me so much crap that oh, yeah. they got me a Mountain Jew shirt yeah. for Christmas. <laughs> Dude, he cannot, be, he cannot be wearing that. Camping. You kind of look Jewish. I, this, I look, you're the yeah. second person I've told that to while camping. Shout out to David, our other our other campmate that that is secretly Jewish but doesn't know it. Dude, what a reveal, dude! Luke's not Jewish. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! It's been a running joke in my house for four or five years now. He's got the Mountain Jew shirt, on, dude. That's canceled, dude. I've taken That's... so many pictures this week. It's clowning. You can't wear it. You can't wear it. You can't wear it. All right, we'll end the comparisons there for what else you could, you know, <laughs> other other ways that would be fucked up. Oh, that is too funny, dude. You're not Jewish. I feel like I just got my mind blown. <laughs> it's not Jewish. I thought I told you this. No, I don't believe so. I think you were like, yeah, I am. I thought so, too. Yeah, I thought you were Jewish. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my roommate's going to rip me apart for this. No. Good. <laughs> Faker, dude. He's not part of the tribe. Um, I mean, we could start to wrap this up. Is there anything that you feel like you want to get off your chest? Now that, like, you have a public platform right now. You want to say anything? Not specifically. Maybe just people should stay in their own lane more. <laughs> dude, I like it. Dude, Luke's feisty. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Expand. What we do is so precious. We go up on frozen water. We go on snow with two pieces of wood. And our community is so small. 
you should just be stoked for everyone that's out there and there should just be less hate yeah. like sorry if i'm not skiing the way you want me to be skiing but you should just be stoked that there's like more people a part of your community and they're pushing it in another way yeah dude i wholeheartedly agree with that yeah that's beautiful luke that's beautiful um i feel like that's a natural conclusion as well the big not jewish reveal plus a wholesome <laughs> plus a wholesome little comment yeah, it's, love. it's all love dude i like it dude and you got tanner stamp of approval i fuck with it dude i love everyone's different style totally no yeah. same like if people want to go ski with their hands in their pockets and do k-feds all day that's yeah. great yeah but there should just be less hate in this world like it's so already in this sport so expensive yeah like just be stoked there's another person out there doing their thing they're just doing what they love if they want to do it that way that's great yeah. you don't have to follow them on instagram yeah. You and can if, be you say, if you say anything mean, you're gonna get blocked <laughs> anyways, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, yeah. Plug anything that you want to plug, and then we'll get you out of here. Yeah, just shout out to the sponsors: J Skis, Wear Leathers, Sleen Pants, yeah. and check out the Runge on Instagram. R U N G E. We got some fire stuff coming. Yeah, and plug it. What's your personal Instagram again? Luke O'Brien three. And remember, n not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs>